Here's another romantic song by someone with a better love life than yours. Ladies and gentlemen, please make some noise. In your face, all over the place. We're online 24-7-24-7. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Let's start the party. Of Dons with Bonds. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have everybody here. Uh, a change is coming, man. A change has come. Change has been happening. And it's good. Change needs to happen, man. I, I think it's it's important, and I think everybody can agree with me. You know, Sam Cook said a change gonna come. He was right. He was always right. It's hard to be wrong when you say something like that. I need to find a statement that I can that I can say that will forever be right. I'm still looking for that. Uh, I made some tea today. I saw this tea. You get a you get a Sprite bottle like I got here, and. Uh, you put a you put a tea bag in it, a Lipton. I didn't have Lipton. All I had was some healthy shit. I think this was some liver cleanse, some cham oil, or some dandelion. You put it in there for 10, 20 minutes. Throw a slice of lemon on some ice, and you pour that sucker on there. Man, this is good stuff. Um, but yeah, people are coming uh becoming more aware, man. Change is coming. People are becoming more aware. I feel like, in contrary to that, I'm in a void right now. I'm in a lot of transition and change, man. I got a new job, which is great. You know, I stopped vaping. Man, that shit's hard. I've been zinning it up. Zentennial bulbs. I can Zen field. I'm playing the Zen field right now. Scooping up all the, the ground balls and throwing them to first base as a Zen fielder. But uh yeah, no football either, man. And it's weird because because football's starting, you get that itch. I know all my fellow ex athletes, even current, you guys get that itch, man. So shout out to all my guys and in that process right now, man, at all levels, high school, college, 
professional, fighting for a spot, a job, fighting for your life, man. It's no joke. It consumes your life. That's why now I'm in such a I'm in such a black hole of of energy. I feel like Woody in Toy Story when he was falling down that trash can. I feel like my past eight months have just been me falling into a trash can full of toys. You know? It's like scary, but it's not that scary because it's a bunch of toys. It's kind of friendly. It's like a an unspoken friendliness that you got with the toy. But you know at the end of the day that thing could turn on you. It's like a dog. Like when I look at my Rottweiler's eyes, he wouldn't hurt a a fly he wouldn't hurt a baby but you know if that if that son of a gun turns on that instant he could bite your neck and cut off the jugular you'd be bleeding out on your living room floor and he'd be chewing you like a tennis ball nature man can turn on you at any second just like life life is crazy you know you feel alone and single. Shout out to all the single men holding it down for themselves, not subduing to a relationship for the stigma or the the guilt, you know, of whomever. But if you're in a good relationship, hold it down and know why you're there. Know why you're there. I'm not going to say or speak on the male code, but know why you're there in that good relationship. Be there. Be the man. Be the gatherer or the hunter. Not yet. Be the hunter. What would Andrew Tate say in like a time like this? Would he fucking get out of bed, make the bed for her while she's still in it? You know? Don't make her a coffee. Get her a water. I don't know. Just something different. Be a good be a good guy, man. I think that's why I'm single. It's cuz I wouldn't I wouldn't get her a water. I'd get her a diet coke and a slim jim. And I would burn the end of it with a lighter. If you've never done that, burn the end of a slim jim with a lighter. Let it cool off for about 5 seconds and eat it. I saw it on a on a day show back when I was a young kid and it was it was really cool not sure why they would show that I think it was Ellen or something but yeah uh, just to kind of get on with it though I'm going to jump on somebody else's podcast this week I'm not sure when it would release but Big Man's Cabana is the platform, me and my friend Matthew Lapore. I'm really excited. This dude's been running a podcast for a good time now, and he's a stud. I'll throw his uh, information in the bio, in, not in the bio, in the uh, description, but um, yeah, dude's a stud. Jumping on that, going to get some good content there. But um, without further ado, let's go to part two of Dons with Bonds with my great friend, Again, Mr. Keyshawn Ram. 
Here, put this up. Put this up to your mouth. I'm sorry. I should have said that. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep it. Almost like kiss it. Almost yeah. like right here. Yeah. Let me talk to you. You're sensual, dude. Yeah, like right there. You taught me how to talk to girls, man. <laughs> yeah, that is back in the day, dude. That is crazy. Dude, we go fucking back, man. Bro, back. It's crazy, dude. Yeah, like we've bro. we've experienced ten. Like a, I feel like Over I. Ten years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I I. Now we're like old to the point where we experienced like a decade. Yeah. So now we have like a decade of actual memories that we can like recall and remember. I know, like a and, whole decade. Yeah, and that's, that's crazy, crazy to me. Like, going back to high school to now, like, I remember vivid parts of those 10 years. Bro, vivid. Vivid parts of those 10 years. And, like, I would never imagine that I could have 10 years. And I'm like, right. I'm only 20. 24. Yeah, 24. <laughs> hey, easy, easy, dude. <laughs> I, you're, you're fucking, dude, I think, like, you know, like, as young men, like, yeah. we're, we're good young men. Yeah, like, we're, we're doing so well too. for ourselves. Yeah, reputable you're, young men. You're, you're doing, I, I wanted to talk about, like, grinding success because, like, you're doing exceptionally well. I feel like, per, like from a perspective as like a young male, because like you are a grinder, dude. And like to to a notion to your grind, I remember we were. Just, I pulled up to you like not a week ago yeah. to grab that fucking art. Yeah, yeah. For Rob, and I'm like pulling into the parking lot, and I look and I see the I see your car. I'm like, oh, I'm meeting him at his car, or like in the restaurant. I don't know. Yeah. And I see like two, I see two pairs of feet and like blonde hair. I'm like, well, unless Keyshawn grew legs and has blonde hair now, that's not him. Right. I see you coming out of the store. I'm like, are those young men polishing your car over there? <laughs> like midday? Just like on, a, right. on, a, on like a Thursday? Yeah, like, a, yeah. Yeah, they're taking like, care of the And car. I was like, dude, I want to get like you, bro. <laughs> but like, like talking about that, like what, so like your time in, in running a business in the way you do, like where do you get that like that knowledge and like grind from because like right it's it's inspiring like people are like i feel like they fear yeah that they fear they scare the risk yeah you know what i mean they're they like comfort that's why when you're like constantly comfortable and you have something that makes you comfortable you're gonna stick to it it's like a drug you know what i mean some people have something that makes them comfortable whether it's being able to go home every night and knowing that once they clock out of work that they don't have to care about anything they can go home and screw off make food you know hang out with their friends and they don't have to be constantly concerned with something I think that's like what draws the separation is the level of comfort because i always tell people comfort is where your dreams go to die yeah you know what i mean yeah that's kind of the way i look at it but i mean as you know like since since i was young like i've been in a bunch of different stuff you know yeah, I mean? dude. from different avenues from you know legal to not so legal to yeah dude <laughs> to every, yeah legalities don't matter here. yeah every avenue possible yeah. of you know doing some kind of business whether it's from sneakers or some selling clothes or you know, like I got into a little bit of real estate and yeah. just kind of like stretching it from wherever I could figure out, wherever I could learn. You know what I mean? I always say that you have to be teachable. You have to be able, if you refuse to be teachable, you'll never be able to be successful in anything because yeah. you'll constantly think like you know everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everyone knows something more than someone else. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know more about podcasts than me. I don't know anything about podcasts. Yeah, right? me neither. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> in the same boat. You know yeah, what I mean? Dude, yeah. So it just, you know, you could tell me all day about football. You know, yeah. you could sit down and tell me every route to this, to that. And, I would learn from you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm not, I don't know everything. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think that's where a lot of people are flawed that are somewhat successful. They feel like they know everything and they, yeah. like they don't want to learn from anybody. Yeah. And I'm constantly learning from everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to be malleable. Exactly. Your brain has to be malleable. Yeah. You're always learning, dude. Constantly. And I, I love that concept of like continuing to learn. Right. Because, like, there's like a whole set of challenges to what you do. And, like, somebody who doesn't, something completely different has like a whole set of challenges to what they do but like if you were to come mutually and talk about your challenges you'd be like oh they literally align in like 
just situational like conflict or whether it's like a person problem or it's a manager problem like they always align but it's just a different knowledge base to it yeah and that's what like being malleable it's like oh everything aligns and like you don't really know anything right at the end of the day yeah like, i love that Nothing. concept it's crazy yeah. you really don't you know what yeah. i mean like i'll think about some st- i'll talk to some people who have been in like like i just got into the towing industry so i opened a towing business and i saw that yeah, yeah. the big garage you had dude. yeah yeah <laughs> it's got a fifth, uh, five thousand square foot garage that's sick so it's sweet i love it and i've just been like we've, we've been killing it in that and we just got our second fucking truck. right cash business baby cash dude business, baby. cash yeah, business yeah, dude amazing. i used to get towed all the time at school dude it's awesome yeah all the time all the time and we're just following the law you know what i mean like, yeah, yeah, yeah you we're, <laughs> we're, following the law, you know what I mean? we're terrible people you know <laughs> i'm upholding yeah. my right to, to follow the law we're first responders <laughs> <laughs> damn right yeah <laughs> the first one to go to that car other yeah. than the driver yeah, exactly and we're taking it <laughs> It's crazy, yeah. and it's it's great. You're doing a great. good thing. Yeah, we're doing a good thing for, for the all. Th- <laughs> yeah. for all the people that are parking too long, yeah, <laughs> been in that long. same spot that's for it. too long. It's terrible. Damn. Get out of here. There's other people have to park there. That's and that's what I'm saying, dude. I feel like you've always had like a hitch up on like just avenues for business. Like I remember when we were younger, dude. Sneakers when sneakers were a thing. Yeah, like an actual like asset. Like when they would drop a sneaker and it'd be like. You right. would wait in line for it. Remember when we camped out for the pee pods? Pee pods? No, we... Um, was it the pee pods? No, thing? dude. It was... Uh, I can't remember what we camped... I remember camping out for uh, Fire Red 4s. Fire Red 4s. I camped out with Eric for the militaries. You camped out for Eric for militaries. Yeah. I don't think... We, I camped out with Eric one time, too. Okay, yeah. I, think I, I don't think I camped out with you for yeah, a pair of sneakers. camp out. No. I have those Eric. pee pods out. The, Eric, the, dude. The pee pod. Yeah, I knew you did have the pee pods. I remember we would get up at like... Like 5 a.m. 5 a.m. We would <laughs> go to King of Prussia, the back way. Yep, the back King of way. Pr- like back where the dicks was and right. Bonefish Grill and yep. everything. And then like there would be a still a line there of like 100 people waiting for a pair right. of sneakers. And you're just like, dude, what the hell? Crazy. Like I'm here for a pair of sneakers? Mm. This is ridiculous. But when you're like 14, you're here for a pair of sneakers. Ample opportunity. <laughs> yeah, you need them. <laughs> Waiting crazy. that fucking line, dude. I remember I waited for like three hours one day and I didn't even get the shoes. I got like the Venice yeah. Beach coat. And then you got the guys walking back in line selling them back to you for twice the price. Dude, people were just and like, buying it. yeah, and not it. me. Yeah, not no, me, not dude. me. That's 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 not the, built that way. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not into that business yeah. anymore, dude. It's crazy. Dude, fuck that. I remember I used to buy so many different pairs, and I would stop. I remember the attic kind of had that. The attic had a wall, and I remember you had like a customization corner with yeah. all different the types paint of and yeah, all that dude. Stuff, yeah. That was yeah. I feel like. Do you still have some shoes? I feel like... Oh, definitely. I probably have 100 pairs up there sitting up there. My parents' house? Definitely. What would you... Like, right, like what do you... Do you have a plan for that? Like, those nah, shoes? I, my, I'm sure my brother has raided through it already. Yeah. Yeah, has to have. Speaking to your brother, Champagne Stains. Champagne Stains. I fucking love that. <laughs> I love it. He's probably like Champagne Pop. Yeah, he loved champagne it. Stains. Champagne yeah. Stains. That's it. But, uh, dude, that art event we went to... Like conceptually, I, that was sick. Yeah, it was. Like, I loved it. It's a dope event. We do yeah. another in December. Yeah. Oh yeah. Where where's one in December? I'm still. It's up in the air. I'm trying to get somewhere fire in the city right now. I'm working between. I have a friend that has a bunch of property in the city, like big, big, big portfolios. Yeah. So she's working on something for me, so if we can lock in this space right in Center City. Ooh. So we could like something like that. That would be a cool event. We're looking to do like two to three hundred people at an event like that. Yeah. Huge event. Yeah. Because having it, Center City, Philly would have it. 
have more foot traffic. Of course. And yeah. You, you wouldn't just get people invited. You would get people right. passing it would do, by. It would be a public event. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah, dude, that was sick. I loved it. I loved going to that. I loved meeting the artist. Yeah, I think that's dope. Having the people yeah. there, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's pretty sweet. And it was funny because, like, you would be sitting with somebody and, like, you had the open bar, which was awesome. Right. That's the smartest idea Amazing. ever. Yeah. You entice people, get them emotionally, right, you know, involved, and then <laughs> I'll, I'll pay for that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I know this guy. And then when you meet the guy, too, <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, like, man, uh, like, this, I'm getting a I'm connection. Take this home. <laughs> but, like, I remember, like, there were situations where people would be, like, critiquing art. Yeah. And the artist would be in the back. I'm like, oh, man, watch what you say, man. <laughs> yeah, he's right there. Yeah. But I remember yeah. I ended up, for the piece that I bought, I ended up talking that to that dude for, like, an hour. Uh, an hour, I remember, yeah. I got like yep. emotion, like we got so deep. Yeah. And like, I remember, I, me, like, I'm, I'm behind that piece I, te- I teared yeah. up, I like yeah. grabbed you and your brother. Yeah. I was like, oh man, we're going to make a deal. We're going to get this <laughs> yeah, done. Get this like thing. I was, yeah. I feel like I was signing like to yeah. like, <laughs> Rob Nation. Fortune 500, <laughs> yeah, Fortune 500 company. Like, right. And buying a yeah, pastel right. painting. <laughs> Let's take it. This dude was like, yeah, right. man, I was just tripping. <laughs> yeah. Tripping hella psilocybin on this. Right. I'm into it. I love it. I love it. But where, like, where does your brother start I know he has a very artistic instinct, right? right? And I've noticed that. And yeah, like, obviously, yeah, since our younger little. brothers get something from us. Yeah, absolutely. Where did where do you where does he start with the art? Like, how does he achieve this idea and like get to people? From in, what you'd like in terms of the event or in terms of his art, kind of both. Like, how does he get the art, and then how does he explain to the artist? Like, I want to put your stuff in an event. So basically, he has. So he's always loved art. My sister is an artist. My sister is a literature major. She, yeah. I, she was at UNC. She was a press at UNC, and now she's at Lycoming College. So she's always had like this love for art. So between like a mix of like me and her, he yeah. kind of picked that up, you know, from the statistical side to the art side to the poetry side to all of that other end of the of that spectrum. Yeah. He loves all that stuff, and then he kind of has a twist of the business aspect of it because of yeah, how, how I am. You yeah, know? So dude. He would want to, you know, not not necessarily profit, but amplify that industry if he can in any way because he has such a love for it. Yeah. So. Whereas my sister just loves it. You know what I mean? She doesn't yeah. need to make money from it. She doesn't need to let anyone know. She just loves it. You yeah, know? yeah. And that's enough for her. And that's sick. Right. Yeah, it's amazing. Only if I could. Right. <laughs> it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, which is amazing for her because she yeah. can love it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I can't, I'm not designed that way. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, if I was yeah. designed that way, sure. But, like, I can't. Like, yeah. I have an itch that I constantly have to scratch. It do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, with him, like, he so he ha- loves it so much. So he, he comes to me, he's like, hey, like, I love this. I want to do something with this. And then, and then that's it. You know what I mean? And I'm just yeah. like, now I have to figure out what we're going to do with this. You know yeah, what I mean? like logistically. Right. How does this, how can you gear this to an audience? Exactly. Or so just people. He just told me, you know, like he wants to make money, but he wants to do something that he loves. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, I know that he loves art. He loves, and he's good at it. He's great at art. He's great at, you know, meeting people, creating connections with people, yeah. talking to people and building constant relationships and not only doing that, but holding relationships long term. So yeah, a huge deal for him is, you know, he's such a personal person that he's made these huge connections with people who, you know, make art. He goes to the events like that. He talks to people and he's created those bonds over time. So I had said to him, I said, hey, we could do an event where we give people an opportunity to publicate art because they can't yeah smaller guys that make nice pieces not you know really cheap pieces but nice pieces yeah that they can sell they just don't have the platform exactly because so they love it like exactly. your sister loves it she just right she's not gonna go publicate it because it costs money to be able to publicate something even if she wanted to level. exactly so i said to him i said why don't we start with some events and he has his company csv corner store vintage so yeah. we're gonna incorporate that and we're gonna file for a publications license so oh no way yeah so that's kind of like the end goal essentially so yeah. we can do like 
larger events so we just have to get the platform for it you know what i mean yeah so the whole like that first archer that we did was kind of like just to you know break the ice a little bit hell yeah get the ball rolling and kind of get uh, an idea for us get some literature in front of us get some ideas some numbers some statistics some concepts so we know kind of what we're working with yeah and then we can use the data we have to create the next event because we have such a good baseline already you know what i mean yeah so that's kind of his goal you know we're going to do one in december we're going to blow it up because we have great we have a great idea as to what we need to do to make this next one extremely successful yeah you know what i mean because we know like what people liked what they didn't like what yeah. worked what didn't work yeah you know so yeah. we can use all that data on a small scale amplify it to a larger scale yeah. make the investment and he you know he has these great relationships with all these artists in delaware new jersey pennsylvania new york that was you know the cool I mean? part yeah boston like you know, he was able to reach out to these people via instagram you know different forms of social media through work and just people that he knew you know from meeting from different events that he can go and say hey like i want to buy your art you know what i mean yeah and we pretty much made it so we didn't have like a like we made it so we had a budget you know so he, if he wanted to go get something you saw like that three thousand dollar piece like, yeah boom dude. yeah crazy of course that was the one i'm like yo i like that one <laughs> no, how I much like is that, that? One. yeah three grand no thanks yeah. but right. thanks but ah. yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's not gonna work. <laughs> yeah. and i remember like it was cool because i like the stories behind all the pieces course, like yeah. how you were saying like there was artists from boston new york maryland and the painting that was that expensive had like the person who had illustrated their painting that had passed away passed like away, right. three yep. years ago or something yeah. like that. Right. I was like, oh, God, you got to die to make it worth something. Yeah, right. I think it, it would have been worth, I was like, it would have been worth just as much yeah. if she was alive. Right. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Nice <laughs> yeah. No, but that, I mean, the way you have it laid out and I think like the way your brother has the vision for it is yeah. like the way you scale it like business-wise and logistic-wise and kind of how he has the inspiration he seems he's very much an ideas guy oh yeah absolutely. and it's interesting to see like how you describe how interactive he is with people right because i feel like a perspective on our generation is that we are a very like not interactive yeah group like absolutely. we don't go out and contact people right eye to eye but like yeah. your brother's younger than all of us right and is running a slate of like regional art and trying to get like a whole right. production going absolutely and that's like yeah. and he's good at the, like, he loves to make the relationship he's different from me where i look at everything from kind of if i'm making, task oriented yeah like if i'm making relationships i'm making relationships because i have to in a business aspect exactly. you know what i mean like i have like my friends right and friends are friends yeah. but if i'm gonna meet somebody and it's just because of how limited my time yeah. is i meet them what are we going to offer each other? If there's no offer, then that it ends there. It's not like a bond. It's like it's symbiotic. It's like, yeah. well, one side is providing right. and one side is providing and we're both getting something. Exactly. It's not like we're just bonding like over. Right. We're not just going to hang out yeah. and be friends. Yeah. Like we're gonna, there's going to be a benefit yeah. of it. That's why I'm making this new relationship. Whereas my brother will make a new relationship and he'll carry it. Even if there's no like, yeah. you know, it may just be they both have a love for art. They may have both a love for literature. They may have a both love for, for clothes, you know, or fashion. Yeah. Me, I don't have that. I call it a privilege because I don't have the privilege of time anymore. Hell yeah. For that aspect, Hell you know yeah, what I dude. mean? Like I'll totally. work 100, 120 hours, 160 hours in a week. I work oftentimes 100 hours a week. And then you got, you know, eight. I, I try to get eight hours of sleep every night. Sometimes I get six, seven. So say eight just for number's sake. That's about 42 hours. And then it's more than 42 hours, but say just 42 hours for numbers aspect. And, you know, I'm left with 20 hours for myself. Yeah. I come home every day and I get, what, an hour, hour and a half for myself. Yeah. So it's like, I don't want to talk to somebody. No, you want to light an incense yeah. and like sit exactly. cross like in the middle. I hang out with my cat. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's what dude. I want to do. Love cat. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> She's sitting over there all pretty. Beast, yeah. So, Beast. Freaking shit, problem child, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Is she? <laughs> yeah. Wow, dude. But like, dude, the way you talk about 
hourly. How I don't know if you saw that thing with Rob Deerdeck on how he literally scales his years no, of I happiness. Haven't. He'll Excel sheet his schedule by hour blocks. Like I, like people time block yeah. it. Like Elon and all those billionaires they right. do it. They they time block. Like he time blocks like family time, work time, and everything engages like his percentage of happiness throughout a day right and it seems i the way you described how you calculate it it's almost like you do that yeah but it's almost like it's just all it's mental mental it's like you mental. mentally have a yeah a block schedule i have to follow yeah Dude, you fucking like run on new york time yeah i have to still <laughs> i have to what part of what Queens. Queens, dude. Yep. Queens, baby. Just get bro. the money, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love it, dude. I love it. But uh, how long did you live in New York? 10 years. Not long. We went back and forth until I was about 14 and because we had a bunch of family out there. But by that time, you know, we were getting to high school and my mom wanted to make sure, like, we were, you know, creating a life out here, you know? Yeah. And, and I did. Like, that's the time when I started, like, making friends. We started really hanging out yeah, around dude. that time. You know, like, eighth, ninth grade around that yeah. time. Because before that, like... I had so much family in New York, like, and, you know, with Caribbean people, your best friends are your cousins, you know? Yeah. I was so with my cousin like, yesterday. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I constantly want to, wanted to be with my cousins, constantly want to talk to them, see them, hang out with them and whatnot. So that was kind of how it was until I started getting into like, you know, eighth grade, ninth grade, 10th grade. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, I need friends out here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. dude. Yeah. Cause. Especially out here, like everybody's very clicky, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. And. I feel like when you came from New York, you were used to that, like, embracing family environment. Because yeah. when you go to cities like that, and especially when you're part of a big city that has a borough like that, yeah. and that whole borough is, like, compact and, like, right. one family as it is, too. Yeah, absolutely. And then you come to something that is suburban. Right. And it's still city-like. Yeah, but very but separated. It's very separated. So, so, yeah. So, like, you coming and expecting, like, this big embrace from, like, a big area, big school. It's like, right. no. No, not at all. Like, you're just, like, a fish swimming, yeah, like, against the, yeah. against the current. Well, about an eye at you. Yeah. So, like, I feel like because our friend group, was that diverse like embracing of course, like yeah. group so I've, you're like oh like okay yeah, like there's there's God. pockets yeah, of it right. but it's not it's not it's like not that, new york yeah. it's not new york or those cities and because right. like when you scale it to like even going to college like in west virginia you scale it they're like you're from a big city i'm like right are you kidding me <laughs> yeah like, you haven't seen a city right yeah i'm like it's it's crazy because you do you do get that isolated and, and it's different everywhere but right yeah absolutely definitely for you coming to yes this area yeah. from new york dude yeah I was the only brown kid in every class. Yeah, it was like, like you would Google it, bro. <laughs> yeah. You would Zach, <laughs> dude. You would Google it, dude. Yeah, we were in every it. fucking class <laughs> yeah, together. It's crazy. I had no classes with anybody but you guys. I yeah. was like, let's fucking go. Like, <laughs> yeah, every was, time we just run rampant. It's crazy. We were just like, yo, talking. Yeah. About, we were like customized sneakers. I in know. Class. We'd like meet Nike ID. <laughs> Nike ID. That's how I'm picking up. Like, yeah, yeah. Nike ID. We would Nike ID sneakers every class, bro. The era of Nike ID was crazy. That's a forgotten spectrum. The dude. LeBron, what were the ones that came out? The LeBron ten soldiers. They had the tens. The soldiers, yeah. I remember being heavily on the six point oh's, bro. The six point oh's were fire. The strap. Yeah, yep, I remember those. Yeah, dude. The KD fours. The KD fours. Remember the KD fours? Holy shit, man. <laughs> yep. That's like a lost era. Sneakers. Lost era. Yeah, dude. Who knew about that? That's when they were like basketball oriented. Now they're like not like that. You know what I mean? Hit it. How you feel, brother? Feeling good. You feel good? Feeling good. 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 Fe
We're gone.